You're listening to Wall of WWE, a WWE podcast. Everyone, thank you for tuning into the World of WWE podcast. We are on the track through the Attitude Era. We have talked about every pay per view starting from 1998. Now we are in 1999 with the first pay per view, Royal Rumble 1999. This was a pay-per-view that I was very excited for. It came live from Anaheim, California, and the tagline was no chance in hell because really Stone Cold Steve Austin had no chance in hell to win this Royal Rumble match proclaimed by Vince McMahon. Now, Vince has also put a $100,000 bounty to help him win this match. Whoever can eliminate Stone Cold Steve Austin would take home that ten thousand dollars that one hundred thousand dollars so royal rumble has a huge card a lot of great matches but you have the royal rumble match and the other main event the wwf championship on the line as a champion mankind defending against the rock in an i quit match a lot of craziness great pay-per-view what did i think find out stay tuned and we are back with our first match to discuss this pay-per-view seemed to be a whole sort of corporation versus degeneration exit theme going and we kicked off right here with that the wwf hardcore champion the road dog jesse james defend well he is not defending his championship he is taking on the wwf tag team champion the big boss man who of course is representing the corporation this is a non-title match and it was a pretty decent match. A lot of stuff wasn't happening here. A lot of your just basic match here. And the Road Dog actually lost. The Big Boss Man hit a huge sidewalk slam for the win. I was surprised that they did not let Road Dog get the win. But Big Boss Man is a huge dude, so I understand. It is believable that the Big Boss Man could take out the Road Dog. So Big Boss Man was able to shut up Road Dog at the Royal Rumble. And it was a good match, but it could have been a bit better, but... Road Dog Jesse James gave his best fight, but the big boss man put the Road Dog down. Our next match on the card is for the WWF Intercontinental Championship. The Intercontinental Champion, the world's most dangerous man, Ken Shamrock, taking on badass Billy Gunn. This was this match came about because badass Billy Gunn actually mooned. Ken Shamrock's sister, Ryan Shamrock. Ryan came out, Ken came out in defense of his sister, Ryan, attacked Billy Gunn, applied the ankle lock, and now the two are going to have a match. The two have actually been going at it for weeks, and this is going to be a decent match. So, beginning of the match, Billy Gunn had control with a huge suplex. He ran at Ken Shamrock into the corner, but he ran into the ring post. Ken, Ken Shamrock with huge kicks to the check, to the chest. Sorry, I don't know why I'm talking like this today, guys. I don't know what's going on. Ken Shamrock sends Billy Gunn into the post outside of the ring. Billy Gunn jumps off the apron and slams Ken Shamrock's head onto the announce table. However, Ken Shamrock attacks Billy Gunn's ankle and applies a front face lock. Ken Shamrock accidentally clotheslines the referee and both men clothesline each other. That's when Val Venus runs down to the ring 
and hits Ken Shamrock with a DDT. Billy Gunn pins Ken Shamrock, but Ken kicks out. And then we see a moment where Billy Gunn jumps off the top rope, but he hurts his ankle. And Ken Shamrock applies the ankle lock, and badass Billy Gunn taps out. Ken Shamrock retaining the Intercontinental Championship. So even though Val Venus came out and tried to stop Ken Shamrock, he did not let that defeat him. He went for Billy Gunn's injured ankle and applied the ankle lock, and Billy Gunn was done. He needed help walking to the back, actually. And this was a pretty decent match. I actually enjoyed it. And Ken Shamrock was taking no prisoners. He was here to defend his sister's honor. And that's exactly what he did here at Royal Rumble. Next up, we have the WWF European Championship on the line. As the European Champion X-Pac defense against Gangrel. Gangrel is such an interesting character because he was a vampire. And little fun fact, Bruce Pritchard revealed that they came up with the whole brood gimmick because in Connecticut, my home state, there was a huge news story about these individuals who were vampires and they would eat blood and that was like their lifestyle. So WWE actually took that from the news and used it in their storyline. So it was very interesting and Gangrel was cool. The brood's entrance was awesome. So Xbox is in control to start the match, kicks Gangrel in the corner, Gangrel hits a cool belly-to-belly -belly and drops X-Pac across the top ropes. X-Pac's with two spinning heel kicks and a Bronco Buster. He actually then hits a third heel kick. The referee messes up and counts three by accident on X-Pac. And um, the fans were chanting, you fucked up, which is a common reaction. And then X-Pac gets the X-Factor for the win. A pretty simple match. It was alright, nothing spectacular. There wasn't really much of a storyline going into it anyways. The title was just on the line. And it was alright, X-Pac had a huge, great showing, and it was a good match. So, there you have it for X-Pac and Gangrel. Our next match is for the WWF Women's Championship, and it is a special strap match. The way to win is that you have to be the first women to touch each corner and get, and that's how you win. So pretty much Shane McMahon in this match, the WWF Women's Champion Sable defending her title against Luna. Shane McMahon trash talked Sable as Sable walked down selling her back injury that seemed like she had from Luna earlier on Sunday Night Heat. Sable whips Luna and sends her into the ring post. Luna chokes Sable with a strap. Um, Luna with a very cool backbreaker and Luna holds Sable over her head and both women touch the turnbuckles. Shane gets on the apron, but a fan runs into the ring, hits Luna, and Sable hits the last corner to retain her women's championship. Now, this fan ended up being Tori, and there is a huge storyline going into WrestleMania. This, has, this fan has been in attendance since 1998, so there's a lot of wondering who this mystery woman was. And that kind of was the whole sort of ending of that storyline. So, Sable is still your WWF Women's Champion. It is time for our championship match. The WWF Championship is on the line in an I quit match. There are no rules. The only way to win is to make your opponent say I quit. The WWF Champion Mankind defending his title against The Rock. There are a lot of notes for this one, so I'm just going to drop the important moments. 
Mankind started off in control until The Rock sent him into the ring steps. The Rock grabbed the commentary microphones, headsets, and trashed Mankind until Mankind hit him with a chair and the microphone. Mankind applies a mandible claw onto The Rock, and then they fight over the guardrail into the audience. The Rock hammers the bell into Mankind's ear, and The Rock goes for rock bottom on the announce table, but The Rock but the table gives in it breaks rock spits water in mankind's face rock then sends mankind into the tech area and then a ddt onto the concrete mankind sends a ladder onto the rock and he goes for an elbow drop but the rock moves and mankind lands on top of a ladder the rock punches mankind off of a scaffolding area onto an electrical circuit board and it causes electricity to go off in the arena the rock then hank then handcuffs mankind and stomps away at him on the floor there's a peep the rock then places a chair on mankind's head and delivers a people's elbow he then hits mankind over the head repeatedly non-stop while mankind's hands are tied behind his are handcuffed behind his back Mankind starts to bleed, and The Rock hits him with the chair outside again. The Rock then puts the microphone to Mankind's face, and Man Mankind says, I quit, I quit, I quit, and we have a new WWF champion. Now, this match, of course, did end in controversy, as we'll find out the next night on Raw's War, that Mankind actually did not quit during the match. The Rock stole from his Cyanide Heat saying that the rock will quit he the rock took that and put that into the microphone so mankind did not say i quit that was doctored audio that was taken earlier in the night from Santa heat so controversy and uh, we will see how that ends up next night and tomorrow night raw but new wwf champion the brahma bull the rock we are now here for our main event the 30 person over the top rope Royal Rumble match, the 1999 Royal Rumble match. The winner, of course, will go on to WrestleMania 15 and take on new WWF champion, The Rock. Now, Vince McMahon said that there is no chance in hell for Stone Cold to win. And actually, Stone Cold Steve Austin got screwed over and had to compete in this match at number one. But of course, Shawn Michaels turned the tables on Vince McMahon and said, Vince, you are number two. So, Vince McMahon and Stone Cold are going to have to compete against each other in this match. And I'm going to go over some of the moments of this match because there's a lot going on. First, we saw Stone Cold and Vince McMahon fight backstage into a woman's um, locker room. And that's where the corporation attacked Stone Cold and left him pretty much lifeless. During the match, we saw the ninth winner of the world, China, the first ever female to compete in a Royal Rumble match, get in there and really give it her all. Stone Cold actually clotheslined her and eliminated her from the match. We saw the Undertaker come down to the ring and take who would become known as Viscera backstage and almost looks like he's going to sacrifice him. We'll find out more about that tomorrow night on Monday Night on Raw's War. Also, we saw the ending. The Rock comes down. It's down to Stone Cold and Vince McMahon. The Rock comes down to the ring, trash talk Stone Cold. Vince McMahon runs up from Stone Cold behind him and throws him all over the top rope. And your 1999 Royal Rumble winner is Vince McMahon himself. He said there was no chance in hell for Stone Cold to win, and he proved that tonight. So, Royal Rumble 1999 was a great pay-per-view. It was a great start to the final year of the millennium. And it was a great pay-per-view. I think that 
it was enjoyable. It was worth the watch. Some matches weren't amazing, but it definitely was great. And it was definitely an, an, a pay-per-view that ushered in, in the Attitude Era. So I appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you for checking us out wherever you're listening to us. If that is on Spotify, that could be on Anchor. It could be on Apple Podcasts. Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. We are also live on YouTube, so make sure you subscribe, like, and hit the notification bell so you could stay in the know when new content is released. Also, you could check out our Twitter. We are at World of WWE A WWE One, and that is all in the description box. Also, I am posting our link tree, so that shows you different links on how you can access our podcast. We are also available on Instagram at world of WWE, and you can check us out also on Patreon. Become a Patreon member and get exclusive access to all things world of WWE. There are three different tiers. There is a super fan tier, three six rest in peace tier, and three sixteen tier. You will get so many different options. Check out Patreon. I'm adding that with Patreon you could potentially get a one-on-one conversation with me. There is a on one of the tiers you can have a special episode where you could join us for a podcast and speak to us during our episode. There is a chance to get shouted out during our episodes. There's a lot, a lot of stuff on Patreon. Really think about subscribing, join Patreon, and join our world. That is it for our Royal Rumble recap. Thank you for tuning in. And I will see you next month with St. Valentine's Day Massacre in your house, where we will see the fallout from Royal Rumble in 1999. Take it easy. Stay safe. Thank you, and I will see you soon. Bye.